Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me, Kenta Gibbs, with another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Now, today, we're going to get into uh, talking about the Wolfpack exceeding expectations and what to expect from this point on out, okay? And now, uh, we're, we're going to talk about what my thoughts were going into the season. We're going to talk about what my thoughts are now. And um, as well as talking about how I think the Wolfpack have done what they've done, what I believe they will do, as well as how to keep yourself in that healthy fandom space, because that's what we're all about here, healthy fandom. So, for starters, when we talk about what the Wolfpack are as a team this year or what the expectations were, my expectations were uh, very low for this team, very simply because um, I felt like Defensively, I didn't really see how they took a lot of steps to get better. And I knew that age would, would play a factor in them getting better. But I did not see the offense taking the jump that they have. Because the, at times, NC State's offense has looked unstoppable. And they've gone against a team that everybody suspected was one of the better defenses in not only ACC, but in the country in Pitt. And they, they were able to march the ball up and down the field whenever they wanted especially the last drive against them. So, my expectations for this season, if you would have told me, hey, Virginia Tech isn't going to play Hendon Hooker and NC State's going to uh, gonna get walked up out of Lane Stadium, it'll be over by the middle of the first quarter, and they're going to be 3-1, and one, I would have called you crazy. I would have called you crazy. I would have said, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind because I don't know who they have behind Hooker, but that – but the Hokies don't have that type of quarterback depth to where, you know, they're going to have a lot of guys that are doing well and, and producing at a high level. That just It just wouldn't make sense. And yet, here we are. Here we are. And it's the ultimate Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing because against Virginia Tech, nothing went well. But that was one game. That was just one game against Wake Forest with their backup quarterback who clearly is not on the same level. Bailey Hockman and Devin Leary are so far from the same level, it's not even funny. Um, so, you know, here you are, first game, with the backup quarterback, NC State runs the ball at will. They run the ball at will. Uh, Wake Forest makes a few plays defensively. But for the most part, NC State is, is able to do what they want in game one. And they come away with a minor win because the defense, I mean, I, I suspected that they'd be suspect. And they, they were. So the, that was game one. Game two, you look at what happened in Blacksburg, it was a complete and utter embarrassment. It was a complete and utter embarrassment. But even walking out of that game, you saw at the end of the game, Devin Leary playing well. And you said, okay, great. This is his team now. He's going to take this thing over. From here, they'll be, they'll be better. They might not be great. They might not even be good. But they'll be better than what they were against Virginia Tech. That, that will not happen again. Lo and behold, you look up and see this team go absolutely nuts offensively against Pitt. And so that starts to give a rumbling and a feeling of, hmm, okay, maybe that was a one-off. Maybe Pitt played a bad game. Maybe NC State just played it way above their heads for one game. But then they follow it up by beating a very impressive Virginia team that, let's be honest here, was on the cusp of the top 25. They were on the cusp of the top 25, especially because of how long they held in against Clemson. By the way, I was on um, 
I was on Locked On College Football this weekend, and we talked about Clemson and whether or not it was uh, Clemson and everybody else or whether or not there was anybody that was close to Clemson. And I, and I told the host, Candace Cooper, she's, she's great at what she does, a great friend of uh, the pod. She, she asked me, is it Clemson and everybody else or is it anybody who can beat? And I said, flatly, it's, it's Clemson and then there's everybody. There's no, nothing close to what they got rolling. So, you know, just, just uh, from Virginia hanging around so long in that game, they naturally received a lot of praise and, and adulation for that, which, I mean, objectively, that, that is that. But also, it was a very emotional loss, and they got, you know, they, they it's, it's hard to come back from that. But I expected them to handle the Wolfpack, and lo and behold, Devin Leary comes out and does it again. He comes out and does it again, but then not only does Devin Leary show up, the defense, the defense all year says, hey, I know what y'all think about us. I know y'all think the three three five might not be it. It might not be working. Just give it some time. Just give it some time. They even blessed us with a big man touchdown from Aline McNeil. So that that anytime I see a big man touchdown, my that makes my heart smile. That makes my soul content. And I'm not saying that that added a little a little optimism to me, but didn't hurt. Didn't hurt at all. Seeing the big man rumbling, bumbling, stumbling on into the end zone didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. But yeah, so they they've exceed, that's how they've exceeded uh, the expectations there. They they they've broken through uh, what most people would have considered like, hey, this is probably the second toughest opening the season once everything finally got settled after COVID decimated everybody's season plans. A lot of folks saw the opening of NC State season and said, well. That's going to be a tough draw for them to, to get some wins off of. And, like, yes, they're fortunate to not have to play um, Clemson, not have to play uh, not have to play Notre Dame, you know, and those guys. But they're still, they're still going to have a, a, a moderate amount of uh, toughly contested games in the beginning portion of the season. And then in the middle is where you run into the buzzsaw of – UNC and Miami back-to-back, and then down the stretch, I mean, you've got a ton of winnable games. You've got Liberty, you've got Syracuse, you've got a bunch of games that objectively the Wolfpack are probably going to be favored by at least 10 points in a couple of those. So, you know, that's that's what that is. But honestly, had this team gone the way that most people saw them going when the season first started, there's no way. There's no way that they'd be the favorite and favored by by as much as they're probably going to be going forward, despite whatever may happen against uh, UNC and Miami. So that's just, at the end of the day, you, you can't really, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say, oh, this team has disappointed or this team has, anybody who says this team has disappointed them, you're delusional, and seek help, please. Please seek help. Dorn has done a great job this year. The offense with under Tim Beck has been great this year, so much so that certain Texas fans are saying, hmm, maybe Tim Beck wasn't the problem after all. But, I mean, it, at the end of the day, Tim Beck gives you a healthy dose of, of everything, and it's hard to game plan for that. Do you know what else gives you a healthy dose of everything? Built Bar. 
Built Bars are great for any health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. They've got a ton of flavors. If you look at their peanut butter flavor, you got 19 grams of protein to 180 calories and 5 grams of sugar. That is, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Built Bar should be the place to go. You get a free cooler with a purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. But as I was saying, you know, he, he gives you a healthy dose of everything, and, and that's they run the ball effectively. There are times where they look unstoppable. They are passing the ball extremely well now. They've got certain sets for certain guys. And it's, it's, it's hard for defenses to pinpoint, oh, I know who we, we, we – if we shut down Amizi, we'll be all right. No, you won't. Devin Carter's still there. Oh, if we shut down – Devin Carter and, and Kerry Angela will be okay. No, Emeka Meads is still there. Well, we'll shut down the passing game. Okay, sure. Ricky Persons and, and Bam Knight will take that. They'll, they'll be all right with that. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough deal to say uh, what, you, what you can and it's a pick-your-poison situation. But right now, the Pack seem to have all the poisons available to get you with offensively. Defensively, they're coming along. They're coming along. That game against Virginia, I don't want to overreact and say, hey, this is a supreme defense now. This is one of the top defenses in the ACC and in the country, and and they're going to turn everybody over the same way they did Virginia. I'm not going to do that. I am not going to be that guy. But at the end of the day, what they're doing, I mean, hey, they're exceeding what many folks' expectations were. And now we're going to bring on a Wolfpack great, to talk about what his expectations for this team was. Alrighty, so I told y'all that I would be having a uh, another guest on, and in this episode we've got Wolfpack great. Yes, I say great, and I, I don't. I'm not exaggerating there. More Saxton, uh, Willie Young, Manny Lawson, plenty of other guys that had a lot of success in the NFL. But in the red and white, the fourth most sacks in NC State history uh, belongs to no other than Art Norman. How you doing, Art? What's good, Gibbs? I'm just chilling. Man, I'm happy to have you. you. I, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to have you on the show. Always excited to have you on the show, man. I mean, always excited to to talk to you. A great friend of mine, a great uh, player for the Wolfpack, and now a great supporter of the Wolfpack and whatnot, taking pictures in the in the gear because you know you you still cut enough to do that. Some of us some of us ain't exactly in that playing shape no more, but you still. You still gotta look, man. <laughs> I mean, I still still do my little uh, little routine and stuff. So yeah, I try to stay in shape. You know, I, I need to get like you, man. I, 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 I like you. doing that for the Wolfpack, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's always a, a cool little deal to kind of you know model the uniforms for uh, NC State. So 
you know, Annabelle, hit me up, you know, if y'all need any, whatever. <laughs> now let's let's get it right into it. Um, Wolfpack football is doing surprisingly well. They are three and one on the season. Uh, their their only loss coming at Virginia Tech. How has this state team been to you this season? Are they exceeding your expectations, meeting your expectations, or should they be undefeated? What what are what are your thoughts on this team right now? To be honest, uh, for for me, I think they're exceeding my expectations just because I know there's a lot of young guys um, starting, and then just honestly, even just playing in 2020, I'll just speaking together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's been a lot going on this year. They got to school. Uh, they got to school and. As soon as they got there, it was like everything was online. There's a lot of adjusting going on. You know what I mean? Like football is mm-hmm. already hard enough with the regular schedule, you know? For so, sure. Um, they're actually exceeding my expectations. I, I, you know, yeah. So three and one, I couldn't be, you know, that's, hey, you know, just one out of, I mean, you know what I mean? That's not bad. So. Yeah, I, I agree. The Wolfpack are definitely exceed my expectations of the year. I mean, I, I could not have seen uh, most of this coming. Not because I think the Wolfpack are a bad team, but I did not think that Devin Leary and those receivers were going to be this good, and I didn't think that they'd be this capable of running the ball as well. That those those are two things that you know they surprised me a little bit, and um, defensively with all the injuries they got, somehow still holding up is is impressive. Right, exactly. You know exactly. I think yeah, for me. Uh, I don't think I really had any expectations for him, so I think I don't think it was hard to kind of um, exceed mine. But um, no, I've definitely been satisfied with the with their plan. So, you know, you know, is I could tell you've been listening to the show because the episode that I did on healthy fandom, I said keep your expectations realistic and fairly low, and you'll be all right. And I'm not gonna lie, I was in the same boat as you with low expectations. Right. And it, to see them come out streaking the way they have, beating the top 25 team in Pittsburgh, beating the team that looked like they were on the cusp of the top 25 in Virginia, and, exactly. and impressively so, you know, that's you, – you you can't really uh, – you couldn't have drew that up for me and I'd say, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Honestly, no, I'm with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, uh, going forward, you look at the Wolfpack schedule for the next few weeks, and this is probably – their toughest stretch of the season coming up. I mean, next week they have uh, Duke, but after that, I believe they have UNC and then um, Notre Dame. No, not Notre Dame. They have uh, UNC and then Miami back to back. So uh, with that being said, what is what is their optimal ceiling for what you think they can be going forward? Um, you know, Gibbs, honestly, I haven't really been seeing a lot of the uh, the competition. So I haven't really seen um, any any Duke games. I'm not sure exactly what they look like this year or what they have going on. I've been just really focusing on the, the Wolfpack. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not really sure. But, um, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that that's our only loss for the season. But um, I haven't really been checking out the competition. You know, anytime we play a, a UNC, we already know that's going to be a tough game regardless of what the teams look like at the time, just because the uh, the thrill is always there. Right. But right. Um, yeah, as far as like Miami and Duke, yeah, I'm not, or Notre Dame, I really haven't really seen them play this year. I, I got that incorrect. They do not play Notre Dame this year. They got Duke, North Carolina, uh, Miami, Florida State, Liberty, Syracuse, and Georgia Tech. And I'm going to tell you, coming out of this first stretch three and one, that's really, that 
to me, that is right. a, a, that is the type of sketch. That is the type of record coming out of the first four games that they can parlay this into a really quality season. I mean, let's just say that they lose every game that they won't be favored in going forward. That leaves them at um, that would leave them with three losses. So that leaves them at seven and three going into bowl season. All in all, for a team that was picked to finish either second to last or third to last in the conference, I can't find a problem there. I really can't. Yeah, no, seven and three is not bad, honestly. Uh, especially kind of like, you know, coming off the season that we had last year. I'll definitely take that for sure. So if the pack find a way to, you know, pull off the upset against a uh, a North Carolina or a Miami this year with De'Aaron King, what what type of win do you think that'll be for the program? Because beating Pitt was huge. A top one top twenty five win is huge. But most likely, North Carolina is going to be in the top ten, and so is Miami after a few right. more wins. So, what do you think that would mean for the program? Oh well, first I think for starters, it'll be a great kind of momentum for the season. You know, if we were to kind of upset these teams, um, I'm thinking that we. I'm thinking that we uh take that momentum and just take them on and, and knock it out the rest of these games, you know, and I have a, a finish off with a real strong season. But um no, that would be huge for the program though, for sure. Yeah, and in in a year in a year where um setting a statement. Exactly. And in a year where nothing is normal, in a year where everything is a little bit weird and janky, I mean, to see that type of season out of this team would be great. I I really I said to early in the season that, um, you know, this would be a tough year for anybody to play in, but especially a team with, like you said earlier, so many young guys playing such vital roles. It, it's really, it's really nothing short of like, I'm not going to say nothing short of a miracle, but it's nothing short of an amazing uh, Cinderella type story for this, this team to, to possibly be exactly. at the top of the conference when all is said and done. Right. No, seriously, though, especially just like you said, just coming from how we started and then um, just kind of piggyback, piggybacking off of last year and everything. So, yeah, that would definitely be huge for this program. Uh, so I'm going I'm to get you out of here because I don't want to take up all your time. But I just want to ask you one last thing. I know us as defensive linemen, we, we hate quarterbacks. It's who, we, it's who we are. It's how we're wired. But do you think that Devin Leary has what it takes to lead this team going forward into possibly a big win over a top 10 ranked UNC or a top 15 ranked Miami? You know, give, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, um, just because of so far, uh, you know, I, I like what I've seen. You know, we're three and one. Uh, did a great job, you know, with these past couple of games. I think I think he has what it takes. Um, I'm interested to see, though. I'm interested to see. I think that he definitely has what he takes, though. For sure, for sure. All right, hey, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time. It's always great to have a Wolfpack great on the show. Um, peace and love to your art, and we're going to get you on out of here, man. Any parting words you want to say to Wolfpack fans? Oh, um, no, nah, you got to give. I appreciate you having me uh, on, man. You know, it's always love. Anytime, you know, anything for you, man. Hey, peace and love, brother. I appreciate you. Once again, calling, calling Art Norman the great is, is not a understatement by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he was an absolute baller, absolute stud while he was at NC State. He didn't have, like I said before, he didn't have all the NFL success, but he was he was up there with the best of them. 
And you know, I'm I'm finally glad to have somebody like me on the show, okay? Because Hakeem Jones came on here, hey, Wolfpack over everything. I, I thought they was gonna be great. Congratulations. But I that just wasn't what I saw, okay? That wasn't what I saw. And you were right, Hakeem. You were right. But you know, guys like me and Art weren't very optimistic. They're starting to make me a believer a little bit. They're excuse me, they're starting to make me a believer a little bit. And I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of that. It's okay to change your opinion when presented with new evidence. And Devin Leary playing as well as he has is new evidence. He did not play this well last year. It was not easy to see this coming this year, but he's shown it. He's shown it. He's going out on the field. And at the end of the day, this is what I always say about teams. You can, especially teams that are picked to finish last or picked to, to get, you know, the, the stuff and beat out of them against certain teams. At the end of the day, whether or not you are the team that everybody, whether you are the, the team everybody thinks you are or not, you can lay down and be that team. You can fight and be that team. Or you can just fight and let the chips fall where they may, and you'll be better than that team. And that's what the Wolfpack have done so far. But now, again, let's be realistic. Let's be honest. Let's not go nuts with ourselves and say, okay. Any game that the Wolfpack lose, I'm going to call for Doran's head. No, knock it off. Knock it off. Right now, Doran is the answer. He's doing what he's doing, what you would expect, if not better, from, from a, a standpoint of what you expect NC State to be doing at this time of year. He's, that's, just, that's just facts. That's just what it is. So, you know, one of those games between UNC or Miami, it may get away from the pack a little bit. They may – the fans may be brought back down to earth a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's okay. Those are two of the top programs in not just, you know, the ACC right now, but possibly the country. Possibly the country. Don't look at how Miami got beat by Clemson as an indicator of them being bad. No. Just understand what Clemson is right now. Just understand that they were on a warpath after what happened against LSU last year and I don't think any team in college football, including Alabama, can hang with them. Because Bama has played lackluster first two half, I mean first halves or lackluster first three quarters, and then they turn on in the fourth and they say, "All right, this is Alabama. This is this is why we're Alabama. This is why you're not." But realistically, you can't do that against Clemson, even when Clemson played Virginia. They didn't play poorly. They didn't play uh, – Clemson didn't play a horrible game against Virginia. Virginia just played out of their minds. They played the best ball that we may see from them all year, and they hung around for a while. But then Clemson showed why they were Clemson. And that's that. But that hasn't happened to them multiple times, number one. And number two, I mean, the teams that it happened against are not world beaters. Like, yes, Texas A&M just got a huge win over Florida – you know, I think that Kellen Mond is, is a severely underrated quarterback, but uh, Ole Miss? Lane Kiffin is supposed to be an offensive wonder kind or whatever, but that's not, you know. So at the end of the day, like I said, they're, Clemson is Clemson is Clemson, and, and don't let that, don't let Miami get beat by them tell you, oh, yeah, now nah, we should beat them too. We should, you know, we're not that much worse than Clemson. Don't, don't sell yourself that dream you'll end up very disappointed, okay? You'll end up very disappointed. Be excited with where the pack are. 
Don't be like uh, how everybody tries to make Texas every year where everybody's asking, is Texas back? Is Texas back? Is Texas football back now? Don't do that with State where you're like, are we good? Are we top of the conference? We're top of the conference now? Are we in the top dogs? Are we a contender now? Except that your team is really, really – except that your team is really good this year. Except that. And if they show really, really good pushing great, accept it. If, if neither one of those guys – if they find a way to win against Miami and UNC, for sure, talk your stuff. Talk your junk. You won a state championship, as Coach Doran liked to say. You won the state championship as by far the hands-down best team in the state. Great. It'll play great in recruiting. You know, it'll be great uh, for your, your fandom and walking into the office with all those UNC grads. But always keep it in perspective. Don't get too ahead of yourselves. Don't get crazy. All right? Later on this week, we're going to talk about some more things, and I'm going to dig a little more deep, deeply into that whole state championship in college concept. But for the time being, peace and love to y'all. Come back. Come back tomorrow, the day after that, the day after that. Every day that you got to go to work, I'll be here. Okay, I'll be here for y'all.